If you're into wellness and natural methods of treatment for pain, then I have an offer for you. Go to bodycheckwellness.com for high-quality hemp extract products. Products such as hemp oil-infused lotion and CBD muscle and joint roll-on are designed to promote wellness, balance, and recovery. Use the promo code OCS to get 25% off your CBD needs. Don't miss out on this great opportunity. Make sure you visit bodycheckwellness.com today. You're as cold as ice. You're willing to sacrifice our love. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Ice Cold Takes podcast. I'm your host, Joey DiMeglio, and this week I'm throwing a curveball, pun fully intended, because we're talking about baseball, and my good buddy Noah is here to join me. But before we get into that, we have to talk about that Kevin Weeks response I got on Thursday. Yeah, you know which one I'm talking about. Noah, how's it going? Thanks for joining me, buddy. Thanks, Joe. It's nice to be back. Yep. Uh, if you if you don't know, if you're not familiar, Noah Cheskis is uh, a co-worker of mine at New World Pizza. And he was there to witness the big, the big Kevin Weeks reaction we got yesterday. <laughs> so it's time for the pizza story. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, you know, been at it for 65 days with Kevin Weeks. It's, it's been a journey. It's been a journey every single day. Hashtag asking for weeks. We thinking of changing his name, his name to instead of Kevin Weeks to Kevin Months. And if that doesn't work out, we'll change it to <laughs> Kevin Years. But I've had some people tell me, oh, Joey, you should... You should you should do one of those week style videos where you you know break a trade or something, announce that you need Kevin Weeks on your podcast to go at a random place, go inside a washing machine or something. So me, uh, you know, thinking about it, I was like, okay, that might actually work. So, of course, since I'm at the pizzeria all the time, I decided to go in front of the pizza oven and film a stupid twenty second video, and I stole Noah's sunglasses. Which have his initials carved into it. Yeah, very nice pair of sunglasses, I gotta say. Um, so I, I I go into I go into the 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 video the, I get the video of the pizza, the pizza oven. I threw a slice in there because you can't just have a video of the pizza oven with nothing in the background. Come I on mean, now. What's it's gonna look it's like oh just a random pizza oven. Now you, you gotta have at least something in there. I you know yeah. what? I would have I would have asked him to just made a pie. Yeah, I should I should have asked the, the guys just for the fun of it. Yeah, I should ask the guys to to make make a pizza or a couple or something just for show, and then mm-hmm. we would have eaten eaten them, eaten them, whatever. Um, but yeah, I threw a slice in there just to just to make it look good because it's not some Joe Schmo pizza pizza. I mean, I am Joe, but uh, that's some Joe Schmo uh, pizza oven. That's uh, sure. that pie could that oven could actually fit twenty eight pies in it. Um, mm-hmm. But. So I throw this the slice in there, twenty second video, and I send the thing to my support group, the OCS network. Great group of guys, by the way. Awesome group of guys. Y'all should follow every single one of those podcasts. We're gonna get a podcast for every single city, every single hockey team. There's gonna be one on our network. Mark my words. But they were so gracious to retweet it, and eventually, Kevin Weeks found it, liked it, and quote tweeted it, and I lost. My freaking mind. Noah, what were what was what did you see from your perspective? Okay. I'm not trying to sound lazy or anything like that, but at work, I was just sitting there on my phone and 
he posted it. He took the video, he posted it, and you know, la la la. What was it? Maybe half an hour. Thirty. Yeah, yeah. like one forty-five-ish was yeah, when I posted the video. Yeah, and it was probably 40, 45 minutes or so later. I'm just sitting there, you know, scrolling through whatever I was scrolling through, probably Instagram. And all of a sudden, Joe is probably 15 feet to my right. And all of a sudden, I just hear, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I said, what? Like, he actually startled (laughs) me because I was, you know, I'm not, you know, expecting to hear that. I'm like, I'm like, what? He goes, he goes, Kevin Weeks. He looked at it. He looked at it. He liked it. And he responded. Ah, ah. And he starts walking around. He starts walking in circles and everything like that. I said, are you kidding me? He goes, swear to God. Swear to God. I said, that's pretty cool. He goes, I said, what did he say? I forget what he, I forget what he told me. To be honest. He I'm said, like, he said he appreciated the, the intense yeah. heavy four check. And he said that I needed to buy him a slice of pizza. That's Kevin right. Weeks. And then. And then you're like, yeah. oh, I'll buy, you, I'll buy you pizza whenever you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. There were customers in the store, too, and I heard them. They're like, what? What's going on here? Yeah, I think What's going on? Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't care. I'm celebrating. I'm celebrating. Yeah. We are doing this right now. It's a big victory. I am freaking out. It's a, it's, it's a big victory. Like you said, 65 days. 65 days. That's a long time. Now, I think that's, that my statement... Yeah. Two plus months. Yeah. Kevin months. Kevin months. Um, my favorite comment on that whole thing. Someone said, fire your agent, Kevin. You should have waited till day 70 to get a free drink with the pizza. <laughs> but the way he said pizza, he called it za. I love it. Did he? <laughs> yeah, he called it za. Oh with the, the apostrophe Z-A. That's how you're supposed to say it. That's the abbreviation, za. That's, that's a cool way to say it. Yeah, I mean, I was freaking out. Now I, I just you, need to set up. I honestly, I don't think I've ever seen you so hyped about something before. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I'm not gonna yeah. lie. It was no one. No one. I watch sports at the pizzeria all the time. Like, yeah. back in the they, day, we used to Friday hockey. nights we'd have a game on, whether yep. it's baseball or hockey. Yep. And we watch it, and I would, I'd be jumping up and down when something good happened to the Mets or when the Rangers scored a goal. Yep. But to you, that was the most hype that I yeah. got. I, I got a good But do you know man. what? I'm not going to lie to you. I think you were at school when this happened. But when it was me and your dad working one night, it was when the Rangers beat the Flyers. It was a Wednesday night. I remember specifically. It was a Wednesday night rivalry. And I, I'm 99% sure the score was 9 nothing Rangers. I know exactly I which game you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about? about? Yes. Yeah, I, don't, I was I, I, was I don't think I've ever seen your dad so happy before. <laughs> and, and he goes, Text Joe, text Joe. Did you call him Joe? Text Joe. I said, I'm I said I'm I'm like 99 percent sure he's probably just watching the game. I said, he goes, text him anyway. Text him anyway. I said, okay. And then <laughs> I think I texted you and I was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's of course he's watching. He goes, Is he happy? Is he happy? I'm like, Yeah, of course he's happy. <laughs> I'm the only one who's crying like, like a little girl. You could say it. Yeah. I'm like a little bitch. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just kept piling and on, and piling on. That I think that was that was the most that was the most excited I've ever seen your dad. And I think yesterday was the most excited I've ever seen you. Mind you, 
No, and I actually went to a Rangers Flyers game in Philly, and the Rangers yep. won. And that was a good game. That was a good. It was a good game. It was a I mean, two? it was four, a three-two three? game. Three-two, three-two three game. Two. Worth the price of admission for sure, I'd yeah. say. And it was a good game. But I didn't. I don't remember myself freaking out as much as I freaked out yesterday. It's just I that think, seriously, I don't think you did. It's just that rush of serotonin or whatever, whatever enzyme. I went to school for biology. I should know this. Whatever thing it was that that rush, dopamine, serotonin, that I got like, oh my god, I got a blue check mark to respond to me. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm freaking out. Like that. That was that's actually nuts. A- actually, like, um, I'm so happy we got Kevin Weeks to respond. So many people I got to thank, like for for all the support. If you've been following along since day one of the draft, I remember doing it from day one. I was like in my lab, in my lab back at school. I'm like, all right, let's start. Stevens? This. Let's- yeah, it's Stevens. I was doing, uh, I was waiting for a reaction to, uh, uh, to, to finish. It was shaking on the mixer. And I was just like, all right, day one of uh, hashtag asking for weeks at Kevin Weeks. It was right around the trade deadline when he's, when he went viral. So, you know, oh. you always got to, you got to do, uh, you got to do the, you got to grab the sunglasses and, you know, do it the right way. Hang on a second. Hold up. Oh, it's mine? No, these are mine. What's going on, Ice Cold Takes fans? This is Joey D here reporting live from the podcast with some breaking news. Breaking news. Kevin Weeks responded yesterday. I'm so happy and thankful after 65 days of asking. Now let's just hope it's not another 65 days for him to open his DMs. Kevin, we need you to respond. I will send you a pizza pie immediately. And I will, I will, I will ship you and pay for an ice cold take t-shirt. There you go. I'll do whatever. Free pizza for life. I'll send you a pizza. Have a, have a blessed day, everybody. There you go. There you go. Yeah. There but you, go. you know There's what? Your I, ice will take that was longer than the one. That was longer than the one. The pizza oven to make it. That one. That one was. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. But it's all right. Yeah. For, yeah. Okay. And moving on from the pizza story, that was incredible. I think that's the best pizza story I've ever told on the podcast, aside from the fake fifty one that I told last year. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. Who dealt um, with that? Who dealt with that? I forget. That was me. That that was it. Out. So I made the mistake, and I corrected it. The guy came in a month later, and the cop was like, "You should have never came back. <laughs> you got away with it, and then you came back <sighs> and we got you." Don't you uh, love the dumbness of people? Yeah, I know. I mean, like, came right into my right into the palms of my hands. It's unbelievable. And he's just like, "Oh man, I got caught." All right, but anyways, moving on. We do have some Rangers news to cover today. This is not a, you know, a lack of hockey episode. This is, we have a teeny tiny bit of Rangers information that I could talk about. Capo Caco finally, finally re-signed with the Rangers. Two years, $2.1 million. It's about time. I remember a lot of people were saying that Capo Caco should have gotten closer to, will be getting closer to $2.5 million just because of his draft pedigree, second overall pick. Right, Heedle's already making two point three, and he wasn't a second overall pick. He was like twenty first, seventeenth overall. Some at past fifteen, pick fifteen in two thousand seventeen. Mm-hmm. He's already making that much, so Kako should make more. 
Drury, nickel, and dimed him to get his, his asking price down, which was good. Rangers you need know, as much cap space as possible. Exactly. They had to. They had to. They, they I, how what we talked about yesterday, how much cap space they've left? Like nine hundred grand? Yep. Nine hundred thousand dollars, I think, is what they have left. It's they, not gonna be much. There was there was no wiggle room. You know, you can usually say, Oh, you know, there's you know, all oh, someone there's usually wiggle room. No. There's no way you could room. trade some like you could trade somebody maybe like that's or, what you have to send do. somebody down. Yeah, but mm-hmm. you can't trade any. But what are you going to do? Trade Reeves? I don't think the Rangers are going to trade Reeves. No, he's their big man. Yeah, he's their energy guy in the locker room. Mm-hmm. A little expensive, almost two million dollars. But you know what? I will take his energy. Whatever, it's fine. If 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 Tyler Mott wants to play for eight hundred fifty thousand dollars, he could play for eight hundred fifty thousand dollars. But there's no shot that he's gonna play for for that cheap. The guy's a really good player. Uh, I hope he goes and you know goes to a good team and he does well for them. And I wish him all the best. But you know, Capo Kaka was the was the big one that we needed to get. Hopefully yeah. now he's gonna get top six minutes uh, this year. You just told me Owen Tippett's resigned. For the Flyers, so yep. he's another young guy. I think he's going to yep. be a pretty good player. Yeah, High look. draft pick. Mm-hmm. And he came over in the Drew trade. Yep. He came over in the Drew. He was, he was the uh, the main point of that trade. The centerpiece, like, yes. He was a center. Yeah, thank you. I couldn't think of the word. He was the centerpiece of the trade. Um, And to sign him was yesterday or today? I think it was today, wasn't it? I think so. To ink him back on was huge because he's a big, or he's going to be a big piece for whatever the Flyers are into this <laughs> upcoming season. I'm who interested knows, to see who knows what else is going to happen. Do. I'm interested to see how Tortorella is going to do that because he's one of my favorite coaches. Like, just I mean, not because he played for the Rangers, but like when he was at Columbus, his interviews were always spicy. You know what I mean? Like. Him I still De- to this, yeah. Him and D'Angelo, be that's going to be a very interesting, interesting like relationship there because he is very hard on defensemen. Like if you don't play the way that he he wants you to play, you're, you're going to get the bench. Yeah, you're going to get the bench. And I know Tortorella went out and said that D'Angelo is a good player. That I'm sure I'll I'll be happy to have him. But I want to see like when D'Angelo makes some defensive mistakes, what what Tortorella is going to do how he's going to respond, and then how D'Angelo is going to behave on top of that. Like, that's going to be, like, like prime TV that I want to see. I, I want to see, like, there should be a camera on D'Angelo and Tortorella at all you times. Know, should, Tortorella should have, like, should be mic'd up. Like, you know how the NFL season. has, like, the hard knocks or whatever it is? The hard like knocks, a, yeah. For, like, a specific team each season? They should have that just on D'Angelo and Tortorella. No one that else. No one else. Just the two of them. That's yeah. all. That's what I want to see. I would watch or, that, even though I'm not a Flyers fan. I would or, watch that. Or Atkinson, and him too, I guess. Because yeah, room. Because you know they're saying that him and Tortorella, or he loved how Tortorella was his coach in Columbus. Hmm. But at the same time, he didn't. He, that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. He's a, he was a goal scorer. Atkinson's a goal scorer, and. I don't know. Tortorella doesn't seem. Yeah, Tortorella doesn't seem to have a good relationship with goal scorers. He did with Panarin though, but you know what? Panarin's a a reliable, a reliable defender. 
actually. Like, I mean, Aaron's Atkins, a good... Atkins, Atkinson's average at defense. He, he's, you know, he can play defense, but he's nothing special. And he's not going to, you know, really go out of his way to make a big defensive play. That That's what I see. That's what I see Atkinson as. You know, he's right now he's, you know, excuse me, they're big guy on offense. No more Giroux. Gutierrez here and Vorchek there. Vorchek is gone. Vorchek went in that in the trade for Atkinson. Yeah. And, you know, they'll have Kevin Hayes back and all that stuff. But, I mean, Atkinson's, I think, their guy right now for yeah. offense. For offense. So. It's going to be an interesting year for the Flyers. Like I told you, I told you that there's going to be – there's still going to be a lot of losing. It's just going to be a lot less painful. I don't know about It will that. be painful, but painful in a different way. Like two to one, three to two losses, I'd say. You need a goalie. Carter Hart's got to stand on his head. I think – you know what? I think this is his season. This is his proof season. What he does this season is what he is, I think. Hmm. I, I th- All right. I think. Same, but Flyers should have never, never given know. up on Bobrovsky years ago. I mean, yeah. he sucks now. He's not as good now as he was with Columbus. But, but look, he was Bobrovsky the best. Should've... He was the best goal in the league for what three years or so? For, for a couple of years, yeah. Like he at, stole at Vezina. He stole Vezina, which I think should have gone to Lundqvist in 2013. He You're stole biased. that from. Biased. He stole. He stole that from. Uh, from what's it called? He did win. He won. I think he won two Vezina trophies, Bobrovsky. He, he? he was a legitimate legitimate goalie. Well, let let me double check this. Let let's uh let's do some some live fact checking. Sergey Bobrovsky, uh, Vezina. Hey Sergey, I took your trophy. That's what Tuka Rath said to uh to Sergey Bobrovsky <laughs> when he uh uh when he won the Vezina. I saw that meme. Second career Vezina. Yeah, yeah. He won two he with won Columbus. Back back. Not back to back. No, two thousand thirteen. And 2017, I believe. Uh, wow. Let's see. Yeah, 2017. He won. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, oh, damn. 41-17-5. and five, 2.06 goals against average. 931 save percentage. Seven shutouts in 63 games in uh, in uh, 2017. Yeah, that's, that's What was his good. average? Uh, 2.06 goals against average. That's stellar. That's, that's awesome. That's, that's a really good. That's very good. Bravo. Oh my god, forty-one wins. Almost as good as the Grom's like sub-two ERA. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of baseball, it is time for the new segment of the Ice Cold Takes podcast, the changeup. We're gonna talk about baseball now. We're no longer Ice Cold Takes a New York Rangers hockey podcast. It's going to be Ice Cold Takes a New York sports podcast. And, you know, what better way to start this off than with the Subway Series this week? The Mets and the Yankees faced off in a two-game set at City Field, and the Mets won both games. Let's go. Yankees fans, you'll have next time, I think, in August or something like that to fight back. But while the Mets were, were kicking Yankee butt, the Phillies went and did the Mets a favor by taking, what was it, two out of three against the Braves? Two or three. Yep. All right. That's what I'm talking about. The one time but- I get to pull for the Phillies. Do you know what? They were lucky, very lucky, because they stole game one from them. They really stole. It was bottom of the eighth. They were down to run. Two quick outs, just like that. Base hit, base hit, and then on a 3-2 pitch, uh, Braves pitcher, Minter, 
he hung uh, a cutter, I think it was, middle in to Bryson Stott, and he just yanked it out to right field. Because Damn. the Braves had all the momentum in that game. I was I watched from like the third inning on, third or fourth inning on. The Phil, you know, they scored runs. The Phillies they scored three before then, but they didn't have any momentum. Like every time they scored, it's just like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. But then once those two out base hits in the bottom of the eighth, and then the home run, obviously that's when momentum switched. But they just looked dead. Absolutely dead. And I was like, what what the hell's going on here? What the hell? But then got the home run, top of the ninth, one, two, three, no problem. No problem. Nice. No no issues with Familia or whoever is closing your games in that bullpen, that Phillies bullpen. Stupid Familia? No. I'm still <laughs> waiting. I'm still waiting for him to be released, but it's not, it hasn't happened yet. Hopefully, Phillies fans were, were going off on Familia this morning, right? Yep. Yeah, gave, um, gave five runs last night to the Pirates, who who don't even deserve to be in the major leagues. The entire team, was, <laughs> the entire team doesn't deserve to be in the major leagues. And he gave he gave up he gave up five runs and six batters. Oh my goodness! Yeah, or seven, is, or seven batters, whatever it was. I told you this earlier today, but Familia has got you know he's he's infamous for losing the strike zone with yeah. that whatever he throws a splitter. Oh, he, throws he still a, throws it. Sinker. Yeah, he he throws a sinker, splitter, and slider yes. combination. And he'll, yeah. have like, he'll have the four seam as well. But it's just like everything, like you throw the sinker in, just stays right over the plate. It's either stays right there in the middle of the plate or it backs him off the plate or it's a ball. Mm-hmm. Or if he throws a splitter, he hangs it up. And, you know, major leaguers, they just hit the crap out of that ball. Or slider, same thing. I'm sure Real Muto had had some heavy work to do, you know, with oh the, the ball Actually, bounce and stuff. Whoever was catching. Did he catch yesterday? I don't think he caught yesterday, actually. I well, whoever him. was catching. Yeah. Brian Schneider. Brian Schneider, wow. Carlos Ruiz. Old Phillies catcher. I'll, Those are the guys I remember. I'll take Ruiz back. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Ch- Chase Utley could be relegated to the minor leagues forever and yes, ever. Sir. Chase Utley, the man. No, not the man. Yeah. Look, not I'm the telling man. you, he owns real estate in center field. Oh, my God. Yeah, he does. Or yeah, right, he... right field. Right field. Down the right field line. He owns about 0.1% of the Mets. Now that Steve Co- – it was about like 5% of the Mets before uh, with, with Jeff, Fred and Jeff Wilpon. And then once uh, Steve Cohen took over, it's like 0.1% now because Steve Cohen's so rich now. So – Hold on real quick. The reason why uh, there's why I say he owns part of City Field is because in his first his first like 10 home runs against the Mets at City Field, he always hit it into the right field corner. And if you don't know the right field corner, there's seriously what 10, 15 rows there of seat, or 10, 15 seats there. Just about, I would assume. And then it goes into like the bullpen area. So there's like 15, 15 seats or so. And it was like this little tiny corner that, you know, briefly stuck out and you could just hit one right there. And his first like 10 home runs in city field throughout his, throughout his career, every single home run was right there, whether it was row one or row 10, it was all right there. 
up until I think up until like 2014 or something like that, whenever it was, he finally hit one in the upper deck. But now, Pepsi but now the corner, Pepsi Cola corner. Yeah, is that what it, that's, that's what it is, right? Yeah, Pepsi it was corner. probably the Pepsi corner back in 2013 or 14. It's the Coca Cola corner now. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. So now every time there's a ball that's hit into the right field corner and the Phillies are playing there, the broadcaster, Tom McCarthy, who I think I, I like him, Joe doesn't like him. Former Met, no, actually, I don't. Okay, I like Tom McCarthy because he used to call the Mets on the radio. He was good. He's That's a right. good announcer. But yeah, he's a good announcer. I don't have any problems with him. The problem I have is that Noah dislikes Gary Cohen. I'm going to true. put him on blast right here. It's true. Very true. Gary Cohen is quite literally, in my opinion, the best announcer, not just in baseball, but the best announcer in all of sports. I said it. Up. That's the ice cold take of the year, and I should log off right now. But go ahead, continue your story. Sorry about that, everybody. Technical difficulties. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I shorted out. I shorted out Noah's uh, headphones when I said Gary Cohen was the greatest of all time. You know why? Because I kept hearing Galvis. Galvis. There's oh. a player in the, <laughs> the Phillies. His his name was Freddie Galvis. G A L V I S, and he always pronounced it Freddie Galvis. And every time I had to watch him, because I only get New York channels, I only get Philly channels, I always heard Freddie Galvis, and I seriously wanted to throw a ball into the TV every time I heard that. I'm like, that is the most annoying thing I've ever heard. Besides, I'm going to put Sunday Night Baseball on the on the hot seat right now. What we talked about, Mark, what was it? Kanye. 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 Oh, my God. That was uh. horrible. Yeah, it 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 ran its course. That I thought it was pre- I thought it was cool when when Canna brought it up. Like, yeah, you guys should call me Kanye. Just like just take out my first name altogether and just call me Kanye, like uh, Ronaldinho. Or they like, just call him Mark. Like the, the, yeah, or or Mark. <laughs> That's that would be funny. Just he's like yeah, he's like Mark. Beyonce now. Like they 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 even I what I thought was funny was okay when when um what's his name when when Canna originally talked about it first and then when espn when he came up to bat next instead of putting mark canna on the score bug like as up to bat they just put canna like that's it that's all they put canna like, like that was funny i thought that was good it's like like, insta- just... like neymar you know yeah, it's like ichiro Ich ichiro there you go there you go like that i thought that was funny i thought that was clever but then like every single inning after that like buster only asking buck show walter like I thought that was cringe. I was like, oh, uh, I don't know about but that. Man. The thing is, he's been in the league for a good five years. How do you not know how to pronounce his name? Canna. It, he, he, it's not rocket science. His wife went on Twitter and was like, it's can uh, period, end of story. And it's just like, yeah. She said that? Yes. During, like just, during yeah. the broadcast? I don't know if it was during the broadcast, but like she tweeted it at some oh point God. that night or the, the following day. And she was just, she just said it's can a uh, period end of story. That's how you pronounce it. And it's like, yes, thank you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I mean, I thought it was fun and all. I thought I thought those uh, you know, those mic things when when they mic up a player during the game, I feel like they're so hit or miss. Sometimes you'll get they'll give it to a player that that's so that's too focused in the game or is just not like personable. 
Canada did a good job. Like that was like the most fun that I've seen. I think they did it. They've done it to Alonso before, and he he's been uh, he's been pretty good. But yeah, then they've so they, done it to other it people. To Alonso when they're playing the Phillies, actually. Okay. And yeah. then they did it to Harp, Bryce Harper as well. They've done yeah, and they've done it to other other players that are just really quiet that just say two words and that's it. Like, it, it's like just, they like, tried to. One of them asked him about the weather one time. Do you remember that? No, I don't remember that. But that's just I, a sign of that, that, was, that the uh, conversation is hitting a dead end. Honestly, I think it was like Mike Trout or someone from oh, the Angels. God. If they mic'd up Connor McDavid, it, it, you wouldn't get much of a you, you wouldn't get much you'd out get of nothing. him. You, you, yeah, because you that's not even, who you wouldn't he even is get a response from him. You need to if you're gonna do something like that in hockey, you gotta like mic up Ryan Reeves. You have to you have to mic up a guy like that. Someone like Pan- if Panarin spoke more English, you would mic up Panarin. You think so? I would make yeah. Mic he, up, that I'd, guy is legitimately. I'd, funny. I'd mic up. I'd mic up Reeves the most. I think actually. Reeves, yeah, I would. I would love to. When I talked to Emily Kaplan, she said that the one person that she'd always wanted to interview from the Rangers is Reeves, and is I don't know if she ended up doing it, but yeah, Reeves was Reeves because of his personality. Like a lot of a lot of hockey players shy away from from stuff. Like they'll give like, yeah, I just believed in the team. Um, we did a good job tonight. Try and keep it simple, like that's what they should be doing. I think. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but I also like to see a little bit of flavor too. You know what I mean? I don't want I don't want something stale, just like the pizza. <laughs> uh, Everything is wrong with stale pizza. You yeah, know? Put some spice on there. You can't yeah, have you, you can't have a raw. All these people like a raw pizza. Yeah, everybody in yeah. our store in, in in New Jersey likes the pizza raw. I, I can't disgusting. believe it. I think it's disgusting. You got to cook it. It's like the second you see you see like cheese, it's a little burnt. You turn it over. Well done. You turn a regular normal size pizza. You turn it over. There's some color on it, right? There's it's yeah. golden brown or it's a little black, something like that. These people, they like it white. Uh, yeah. They, there's no crunch. There's no taste. There's no, there's no taste. That's How do you a, eat pizza with no taste? Yeah, I have I have my opinions of Dave Portnoy and his pizza reviews. I think the pizza reviews themselves are are a cool concept. His taste in pizza is questionable. It's questionable, but I do like that he likes his pizza Does, well wait, done. I thought he likes uh he likes a crisp pizza. He, he likes, likes a crisp pizza. Yep, okay. that's how that's I like cool. my pizza. That's, I think that's how pizza should be cooked. That's the only way pizza should be cooked. No yeah. offense to all you raw likers, but <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> but there should be some color on that pizza on the crust yeah. and on the bottom it's not even called it's not well done it there's no such thing as burnt in my opinion no such thing as burnt it's only cooked or well done that's it sure the sure. bottom is brown or whatever like that that like the brown that you're talking about that golden brown kind of mm-hmm. thing that's good that's what you want yeah that's what you put want. it on the stone well, on the stone um you either want it like that or some once in a while I'll crave a pepperoni slice, but you know what I'll do? I'll stick it in the oven for an extra like five minutes or so, and that's when it's like burnt. Burn, I'm talking about, and that's what I. But you have to be in the mood for that. But the pepperoni tastes a little bit better. Yeah, some something about it just tastes better. I'm like, ooh, that hit the spot. That hit the spot. Yeah. But you have to be in the mood for it. It's not like an everyday thing where. You know, you burn the pizza intentionally. It has to be precise timing. 
That's what I say. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Okay. I see that. Yeah. I have nothing wrong with cooking, like burning something. Honestly, like when I roast marshmallows, I burn it because it's to. got texture just and like, it's got just flavor. Like hot dogs. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, All people the boil food. hot dogs. What? Why? You There's should be kicked off planet Earth, Earth, if you boil a hot dog, and it's not, oh. and if and it's not near black on the outside. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, it's got to be on the barbecue. Got to yeah. grill it or yeah, on cool. the open flame, like a fire pit or whatever. Yeah, got to do it like the yeah. real deal uh, on the barbecue or over the fire. That's it. No ifs, ands, or buts. Got it. You got to do it like that. Yeah, There's, you, you know what's funny? If you do it any other way, you're wrong. You're just wrong. Yeah. yeah. You're this, living. You're funny, living life the wrong way if you do it any other way. We we talk. We're talking about all this food and stuff on Twitter. No, you're not on Twitter often, but. No. There's always in Rangers Twitter always a discussion on food. Every now and then you always see like a picture of someone posting a pizza or someone talking about like a, a food take, like what's the what's better, waffles or pancakes. Here's one of the, here's like a nice discussion we have right now about what how the how pizza should be cooked and how hot dogs should be cooked. Like this is important stuff right here. Uh there is literally nothing going on in the hockey world right now. And we have literally nothing to talk about baseball-wise, except for the trade deadline. Yep. Speaking of the trade deadline, Juan Soto, is he going to get traded? Yes, he is. Yes. They're like eight. I just read something maybe like an hour and a half ago. They're like 80% sure that he's going to get traded because the Nationals actually just uh, sent over an offer either last night or this morning. And... That was their final push for him. And from what it looks like, I'm guessing, is that he'll most likely decline it and look to get somewhere, to be somewhere else. No, I I don't think no amount of money is going to keep Juan Soto on the Nationals. What did they offer him before? It was like $400 million, right? That would have made him the highest paid player, no? Yeah. It was in baseball. Oh, we what did Trout get? We we're gonna look that up right now because we need I, to know. I know. I know he got like a. He might have gotten like four twenty five. To be honest, four twenty six and a half million dollars. Holy moly, bajoli cola. Over what? Twelve years, I think it was. Uh, how long is Mike Trout's twelve years? Twelve years, four hundred twenty six point five million dollars. Boy, am I good. Um, no, but Soto's their their offer. I think it was fourteen or fifteen years for four forty. I think four forty or four fifty. I'm like, what? He's making seventeen million dollars right now. <laughs> Soto, Soto, yeah, four hundred forty million dollars over fifteen years, and Trout's was four hundred twenty six point five over twelve years. But do you know what the crazy part is? Soto. Is twenty three years old, Mike Trout. Yes. At, the, at the time of that contract, when he when he signed it, I'm not sure when it starts, but at the time of the contract, I believe he was twenty seven or twenty eight. He's thirty now, and I think he signed it in two thousand nineteen. So, so was that three, three years, years ago? ago twenty seven years old. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Twenty twenty seven to twenty three. And look, Tati signed a contract as well. 
He signed. He signed a big contract, and he'll he'll get a new <laughs> one. He'll get a new contract when he's like thirty-two or something like that. Lindor, that, Lindor got one million dollars more than Lindor got one million dollars more than Tatis because they were right? Yeah, he got, Tatis got three forty and Lindor got three forty-one. I remember that because it's I like I I, I I thought that was funny because it was like a competition. Like Lindor wanted to make more than Tatis. But you know like what? That's why he, that that was my thinking. Like that's why he didn't sign oh, until totally very was. late. Until the totally. What's that? But do you know? Do you know why he got that contract? Steve Cohen. Bingo, bango. Because Uncle Steve will just write a check and he whatever. Give him a blank check. No problem. We'll pay for it. It's no problem whatsoever. He'll have no problem paying for anything. Look, he's going to do the same thing for Degrom in the offseason. He's better. He better. Like literally the first thing. As soon as Degrom opts out, I have I'm going to have a contract in my back pocket right there for for Jacob Degrom. Like, all right, yeah, I'll see you in spring training. Sign this. Like, there's no shot you're going you're going to the Braves. Like, I saw that report. I think it was Ken Rosenthal. Someone said someone from Bleacher Report. I don't know if it was Ken Rosenthal. I might have jumped the gun there. Sorry, but it was on Bleacher Report. I saw. Can Jacob Degrom go to the Braves this offseason? They're they're the front runners. He wouldn't they're the front the runners. No Dude. shot. If the if Degrom goes to the Braves, I will I will be internally scarred forever. That would be that would be the biggest pain. No, he he'd come to uh you know the red and white pinstripes. No. Yeah. No. I could I could see him doing that. No, I, I could see Wheeler doing that. Wheeler it makes sense, not it. Degrom. Yeah, because he did do it. Yes, not Look, Degrom. Though. And he's been arguably the best pitcher in baseball since he joined the Phillies. Uh, yeah, you got you, you got a point. You got a Top point five. there. You got a point there. Yeah, Look, he's he been. Should, he should. He should have won Cy, Cy Young last year. Who who won? Cor- Corbin Burns. Corbin right? Burns. Look, he was good, but Wheeler pitched like fifty more innings than he did. Hmm. And his arm stayed intact too. Wheeler's arm always falls off. Yeah, right. Like he always, he, he always got we, hurt with the Mets. Like his, we just had the All Star break, and you know he usually his fastball usually sets like ninety seven to hundred, and right now last night it topped out at like ninety seven. He was he was sitting like ninety five, ninety six all game, but I think he's like a slow starter back. Like his first few starts of the season, he was only sitting like ninety four, ninety five. Because he didn't get the spring training, but once he really gets into it, that's when he can start dotting him up and you know throwing ninety eight, ninety nine, hundred, especially with that sinker too. Oh, he's a damn good pitcher, Wheeler. I remember his very first start with the Mets. His major league debut was against the Braves. It was like six or seven innings. That was a, a an awesome, awesome debut uh, for for him. He came over in the Beltron trade. Uh, yeah, and I don't know. That, yeah, 2011. The Giants drafted Wheeler like fifth overall in, in, in I forget what year it was, but then the Mets traded Beltron at the deadline for Zach Wheeler straight up. To the Giants? Yes, San Francisco Giants. Yes. Beltron played on the Giants? Yes, for half a season. Half, yeah, because it wasn't long. It was a half a season, and the Giants oh. didn't even make the playoffs. Wow. Yeah, so they the Giants lost big time on that trade. Wow. Wow. Yep. 
That's crazy. Look, and that's the thing that that's the stuff that's crazy. You know, you see like these prospects, you know, double A, single A. You're like, yeah, yeah. He's 22 and he's still in single A or something like that, or double A. Yeah, he's he never going to pan out. Baseball is so weird most, with how like the minors. And a lot work. of time that that's the case. In baseball, that a lot of time that's the case. But yeah, you never know. We you never know. Look, Remember, but as an organization, you always have those like five prospects or so that are protected completely, where it doesn't matter what you get offered, you're not going to trade them away because you know that they are good in minor leagues and they have strong potential. Yeah, it's it's weird. Like when you draft a prospect in baseball, you almost never see them for like a guarantee in the majors for guaranteed five years. I feel like unless they're incredibly really like really, really good. Like, but in hockey, you could see them as soon as possible or as as late as three years. Yeah. Goaltenders is like five years. Goaltenders like Shesterkin got drafted in 2014 and he debuted in 2020, like the 1920 season. And look for and for minor leaguers in baseball. 75% 75% of them don't even make the big leagues ever. Yeah. Ever. It's hard. It's, it's hard. hard. There's a lot. Look, yeah, it's, hard to get, it's hard to get drafted. It's, mm-hmm. it's it's hard to get drafted. And they have to. Whew, it's unbelievable. Michael Conforto is still a free agent, right? He hasn't signed with anybody. No, he hurt his shoulder. Yeah. So it's I remember so, when I he was drafted, he was drafted in 10th overall 2014. The very next year, he was on the Mets. That was like the craziest yeah. thing. Like he, one second he got promoted to Double A, and the next second he was on the Mets. Same thing happened with Soto too. He got promoted to Triple A, I think. And this he is was actually a funny immediately story. good. He he got he got promoted to I think it was either Double A or Triple A, and he his manager who whatever le- whatever level was at his manager was like, "Hey son, you know you might want to sleep on a real bed because he was using like an air mattress." He goes, you might want to use a real bed. You know, we got a long season here. And Soto goes, well, I don't plan on being here much longer. And like a week and a half later, something like that, he got called up to the big leagues. Wow. Yeah. What? what whether it was double A or triple A, I forget. But I see that off. I see that time to time. And every time I'm like, oh, that's incredible. Because he got called old, up. I, th- I think he got called up at 19 years old in 2000. He was definitely a teenager when he first started. Yeah, he, he was I think definitely he was, a teenager. I think it was 2018 when he got the call up. He's so good. Soto is so good. I've been hearing the Padres as like a landing spot for him. I don't know what they're going to give up. Maybe they give up the Crone Zone for him. You think they give up Cronenworth? It's got to be like major league ready players. It's got to be right. For or is it going to be all would... prospects? I would say someone who's been in the league who can really prove himself, top, either top top prospects or someone whose career is just starting. That's what I say. Like Cronenworth? Okay. Yeah. Or you know what? You might want to trade an outfielder too because Soto's going to have to play in the outfield. Or they could tra- – I've heard that they could try uh, – what's it called? Playing – oh, well – they, Never mind. They yeah, Hosmer is a good one. And get that contract off of themselves. Because he, yeah. he's still, in, out of seven years, he still has like 
I think three years remaining, two or three years remaining. And it's like 30 mil, 20, 30 mil a year. Yeah. And then the nationals could even flip him. Like they could take him and then yeah. flip him and get even more back for him. Yeah. Like in next year's deadline, let's say, or in the following year's deadline. Like that's what happened when we uh, traded for Gene Segura. We traded, uh, we got him from Seattle. We traded away Carlos Santana. You remember Carlos Santana? Yeah, yeah. He was very we, brief, Philly. Yeah, he he was there for a year. We signed him to like a three year contract. We signed him. We signed him in 2018 in the off season, going into the 18 season. And in the off season, they traded him away to Seattle, and Seattle had him for like seven hours, and they traded him to back to Cleveland. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I, that rings a bell. Yeah, because I remember he did end up back in Cleveland, anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now he's now I, now he got traded back to Seattle because he signed with he he signed with Kansas City in the off season oh, this past off season, yeah, and yeah, he just yeah. got traded like three weeks ago or something like that to Seattle. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's that's crazy. And yeah. So and if you're smart, if you're smart, the GM if the GMs play their cards right, then you could get. You could turn one asset into more than one, like two assets, you know? Mm-hmm. Like trading Soto would turn into Hosmer as well, who you could then trade get more, more pieces prospects. back. You could mm-hmm. get two more prospects. So you could get like Hosmer and like three or four prospects, let's say. Yeah, and then you, know, you could trade. Soto, you're gonna, they're going to have to do like the top tier prospects. Yeah. They, what because was it for the, Otani? It was like the top four prospects. In the organization. Yeah, yeah. So like, Soto, like, I would say the same thing. Like their top four or their top four prospects in their organization, one through four, and that's it. Like they weren't going to go below that. I'm like, we, what? Do you you really think that like a team will be able to get it done before Tuesday? Like Otani? Tuesday, the deadline's at six six p.m. Right? Yeah. Otani. No, not to Otani. Uh, Soto. Soto. Oh yeah, that's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. But uh, you know yeah. what? I think I think he's gonna go to uh, the Cardinals actually. Really? Oh, that's so boring. I, I think so. I think so. I'm worried about that. I'm not gonna lie, um, uh, because right now the Phillies and the Cardinals are uh, in a close battle for that third wild card spot. And if they get Soto, um, then Philly's gonna have some problem. <laughs> to be honest, um, but that's the thing you can't. You don't. You don't want. Dodgers or the Padres to get Soto. You, you just don't want that. As a baseball fan, you just don't want that. Hmm. It, yeah, I want Soto to go to the American League. Preferably not the Yankees for my no, sanity. I can't, I can't. They just got Benintendi. I can't see them. I can't see them going after that's true. Soto. That you know what's so funny? Literally minutes after the Mets beat the Yankees in the second game in the Subway series, I got a notification. Breaking news: Yankees trade for Andrew Benintendi. Finalized. The three prospects, and you know what? Finalized. Literally minutes after that game, it's just like mm-hmm. Brian Cashman was not fooling around. It's just like, yeah, we suck. We're getting this guy well, right just, now. Well, they're done with Gallo. Yeah, done with Gallo. <laughs> they're they're done with him. Yeah, we were thinking about the Don Greco rant at the same time. That was that was the best thing in the world. Yeah, honestly, like that was just such a great. I love Don. Like Don, if you're listening to this, I love you, man. Like this is that that was just the incredible. That was awesome. Like that was I. That was probably the best rant <laughs> I've definitely on sports radio I've ever seen or heard. 
um, but it might be one of the best rants <laughs> in my life that I've heard. <laughs> I, it's definitely, it's definitely up there. The Christian Bale rant for me is, I don't know if you've heard that one on like the Terminator set. You sh- if you haven't, you no, should like, watch it. When we finish this, I'll, I'll, I'll watch that. I'll send that one to you. But um, the other one was Ed Cranepool. Ed Cranepool. Yes. That one, that was a good, that was, a, that was Ed Cranepool good. and Jose Reyes. Those were, those were Don LaGreca's like some of his greatest moments right there. Yes. Also, in terms of rants of all time, the Christmas Vacation rant scene, uh, if you've seen that movie, you know what mm-hmm. I'm talking about. Like, that that that's was an all-time rant. I have that rant on a T-shirt. Like, Do that's you? how much I love that movie. Yeah, I love Christmas Vacation. You that's my favorite. I haven't seen that movie in such a long time. Yeah, that's, a, that's one, like, traditionally, like, my family, we try to watch that once every Christmas season. The Christmas, that one. Because that is vacation. a good movie. Yeah, Chevy Chase. It's like movie. it's old. It's an old one, but like that that one scene just is is incredible. Like the the rant is is that's how I sometimes that's how I feel with customers, honestly, at the pizzeria. You kidding me? Some of them, <laughs> and I say this to a lot of people. <laughs> I say this to a lot of people, and I think I Joe, I think I've told you this before. You don't know real stupidity of people until you've worked in the food business. Oh, yeah. The food industry, yeah. the food industry, the food business. That's when you really understand and see the pure stupidity of people. That and, and we're not excluded from that conversation. I'll yeah. have you know, like uh, honestly, I've done some pretty stupid stuff without thinking. Yeah. Like, yeah, like what the hell am I thinking? Like, honestly, like why yeah. did I do this? Yeah, like, and you know what? It could be the last person you see of the day, and they could just ruin your day. They like it. We could be closing and that person could be coming in and just for some reason they do whatever it is, what, whatever, whatever even might be. It could just ruin your day. Just like that. Mm-hmm. Just like that. You're having a great day, you know, blah, 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 blah. But they could just ruin your day. Just like right. that. It, and yeah, it, whatever they say, what they do, something, something, Something that happens could tick either one of you off, and it's yep. just, oh, it's you're walking on eggshells at that point. I don't know. It's hard to describe without like going into like a specific situation, which I can't really think of right now. But it does happen. Noah's right. Yeah, like you, you got to be careful with that if you're in the food interest industry. Like, you I just, I just, I just had one come up to my head that that only happened a few weeks ago, actually. Okay. The one with that delivery to uh uh hopewell but she oh and it was the wrong address. address okay yeah so yeah that that was crazy because like it was a web delivery so we we literally could not do anything about it so the address by default was already punched in incorrectly so we went in the complete opposite direction the food was not delivered mm-hmm. and then so the customer had to come in we had to make it again and we both had to own up to our mistakes because we didn't call to confirm, and she didn't tell give us the right address in the first place. If she's so listening, if she's listening, it was her fault. Oh God! Oh God! It was, it was her fault. She goes, oh, "Well, I wasn't paying God. attention." I said, "You're no kidding. You weren't paying attention." The customer is always right, even when they're wrong. Nah, customer is always, always even, right. Customer is always wrong, even when they're right. What is That's what is Mister Crab saying, SpongeBob? Remember, the money is always right. <laughs>
You know, as I've gotten older, that, that show SpongeBob has gotten like I it makes a lot, it makes related a lot of more to it and understood it now. Yeah. Like, cause that show was originally intended for adults. So like now I should go back and watch like the first three seasons because like the first three four seasons maybe are like the 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 best that show has to offer. Like I don't know how the show's still going on now, but like first three, there's definitely some like adult related humor in in that. Yeah. Look, and that was a lot of shows that we grew up watching, like on Nick, Nickelodeon, or any of like those other channels. You look at it now, and you're like, what? Like at the time when you were four or five, you know, watching, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, whatever. And you think, you know, you think everything's funny and stuff like that. But then you look back at it now, 15 years later, 20 years later, wherever it is. And you're like, well, now I understand that joke. And right. you know, that's like, well, that's not for kids. I right. saw, I saw like, like a uh, ash roasting misty comp like thing. The other day, and it's like if you're looking for a pretty girl, just look behind you. And Asher's just like from Pokemon. Asher's just like, yeah, uh, I forget what he said, but it was like, yeah, yeah, Misty, I'm not even looking at you or something like that. It was just like such a a casual, like, oh my gosh, I just destroyed your life Jeez. moment kind of thing, and like none of us even realized it. Yeah, nowadays I think like. The shows are more really geared towards kids. Like they're actually made for kids. Yeah. Like there's there's cartoons like you could go back like even now and watch and it'd still be okay. Like I can go back and watch Danny Phantom and it would still fit my age because that's what I love. I love Danny show, Phantom. Danny Phantom was a great show. Fairly Odd Parents, Jimmy Neutron, mm-hmm. SpongeBob SquarePants, um, all those. Was it Rocco's? Uh, I forget what the Rocco's World or something like that. Hey Arnold, another one is that's another good one. Tom and Jerry was a good one too. Simple, simple humor, like yeah. old, old, old cartoon. Looney Tunes, old, 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 old cartoon. Time. Chuck Jones, I think that was who. who Tom who, and Jerry, I think I watch probably every day, every single day. When yeah, I was a kid. yeah. That was, you know, their seven minute clips or whatever it was. But it was the best. Yep. That, Always loved that. That was the best. It's just like like the no the no dialogue made it better. It's yeah. just like you have you you just look at their reactions, like their, their facial expressions and stuff like that. We don't have that today. We have all these sound effects and visual effects and stuff going all over the place. You know what else is going all over the place? This podcast episode, we've touched everything. We touched pizza, Kevin Weeks. Uh, oh, wait, one more thing I got to say. So another another thing, back to the pizza, back to the pizza story, back to the pizza story. So um, one last thing. So when we're training new counter helpers, new cashiers to, to work, um, how to answer phones and stuff, the one thing we always say, every, whoever's answering the phone, it's just like, Thanks for calling Noah's Pizzeria. Instead of thanks for calling New World Pizza, we said thanks for yep. calling Noah's Pizzeria. How may I help you? I was, I was about this close to saying thanks for calling Kevin Weeks's Pizzeria. Like yesterday when I picked up the phone, like yes, actually right. I was like thinking, oh my gosh, yeah, Kevin Weeks just responded. Thanks for calling. That. Oh wait, this is New World. Oh, <laughs> thanks. Sorry, wrong, wrong, wrong Pizzeria. What's going on, NHL fans? This is Kevin Weeks reporting from New World. <laughs> like you imagine that if Kevin Weeks comes in New World and like. <laughs> answers what, a phone call what would you do 
if he came into the pizzeria. I will have peaked. I think you, I think I you'd fall down. Peaked. I would fall down. Yeah, you'd need to you need to catch you, me. You, you would definitely freak out. And I would just be probably just standing there laughing, to be honest. I'd be freaking out. The guys in the back would be laughing at me and poke fun at me for the rest of my life. Like every single day, they'd imitate me like falling down or something like that. I, that's I, what the guys do. I love I, the guys in the store. That's though. what they do. That's what they do. They they have nothing better to do than right. just to make fun. Yeah. But anyways, Noah, thanks so much for doing this with me. Fun episode. Absolutely. Fun episode. If you stuck with us all the way through, I appreciate you. Kevin Weeks, if you're listening, I'll send you a pizza as soon as possible. Just open just get, your DMs. Just get back to him. Just get back. Just DM him back. So I, first off, DM him back so you can get that free pizza. And second off, DM him back so I don't have to hear it every day. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to start day one of hashtag asking for, day, asking today, for weeks. Today's to day one. Today's day one. Today is day one of hashtag asking mm-hmm. for weeks to open his DMs. Yep. At today's Kevin Weeks. Kevin. Kevin Months. In, Kevin Months. Honestly, it might turn into Kevin Months again. Kevin yeah, Months, Kevin listening. Again. Just do it. Just do it. We want it to be Kevin Seconds. That's what. That's the good thing right there. Within seconds. Kevin Seconds. Yeah. That's good. I like that. We should have done that, actually. But you know what? He didn't respond. I would so, have even done good with Kevin minutes. You can do with Kevin days. Kevin days. Kevin you, days you, is good. See, but that's less than a week, though. So he days has is less than a week. He, he has, you, you, have a, you have you have a week to, to respond. We got to get it next week, Kevin. Less, less, than, less than a week. You need, you need, we need it by, what's today, Friday? Thursday. We need, we, we, need need by, we need it by Thursday at like 2... 30 was it 2 30 yeah 2 30 we need it next thursday at 2 30 p.m eastern time eastern time that's it wherever, right. wherever he might be all right well kevin thank you for responding noah thanks for doing this with me ice cold takes listeners you're awesome and i love you Just take it easy and we'll see you next week Hey, Rangers fans, thank you so much for listening to the Ice Cold Takes podcast this week. Make sure you follow at Ice Cold Takes Pod on Twitter to stay up to date with the latest Rangers info. See you all next week. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay.